Richie. Hi, Sin. Very exciting day today. <laughs> well, yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, on TGS, there were two very interesting trailers that were released that we are interested in particularly. Yeah. We haven't seen them, but、uh, we're gonna look at them now. Remember how, like, I used to say I don't, I don't do trailer analyses because I think they're pointless. What was that? It's on another channel that I don't upload to anymore. What's the channel called? It's called Vardy Vidya. So we're gonna start by watching the. All right, all right. <laughs> okay, are you ready? Okay, yes. Well, the related video is、um, the hidden meaning of PT and something about Infinity War. So we'll give it a shot. <laughs> okay. Okay. Three, two, two one, one, go. Be on. Okay. So. Okay. Oh yes, Die Hard Man, my favorite character. <laughs> So is Die Hardman the president? No, no isn't is Emily the, the president? president. Yeah.、Mm-hmm. Okay. I wish Die Hardman was the president. So this this, I guess, proves that Sam wasn't the president and then worked as a courier, <laughs> which was an early theory. <laughs> yeah. But I think people th- that was serious. <laughs> people thought he used to be the president and then he got a job as a courier. <laughs> Because there was a picture of him in the White House. Yeah. <laughs> But he, Die Hard Man just said, "You haven't seen each other for ten years," so it would be that. Have we talked about the Postman? Because we've been talking about Death Stranding、yeah. for like a year, and I don't remember what we <laughs> haven't、like、haven't we talked、did. about. I feel like we mentioned it. It seems a bit like the Postman. The um, I guess people. Most know it. Oh, that's Samantha, not Emily, or is it? Who's、what? who? Oh, a- wait. You're you're talking over him. I don't know what he's saying. I'm trying to follow my friend Die Hard Man. <laughs> Why does he wear this? <laughs> he's just having this like sort of calm conversation, wearing a skull mask. No one's commenting. I guess he just wears that all day. <laughs> I think so. <laughs> oh shoot! Look at that. That's cool. Eagle-eyed viewers will recognize this country as America. <laughs> oh, oh, these guys. Look at that. Do you see? Yep. It's like grown-up fetuses. Or humans, <laughs> as they're otherwise known. Oh, there's Lake Knot City. Because remember, there was Edge Knot City before. Oh no! This is very、um, Metal Gear. Mm-hmm. This yeah, like extended、yeah. briefing scene explaining how someone <laughs> was was kidnapped. The president has been kidnapped by homo demons. Are、uh, you a bad <laughs> enough dude to rescue the president? That's the plot. I'm sold. I'm eating a salad, right? And I just choked on it. I might die. <laughs> Jesus Christ! 
This is the same dialogue as the other trailer. This is different footage. I haven't seen the other trailer. It was this without a map. You're going to be briefed by Die Hard, man. He wears a mask. Don't bring it up. <laughs> Who take away their freedom and put them in shackles. What'd you put on me? Oh, look, shackles. Literally. <laughs> yeah, I think that's I think that's what they're getting at. Yeah, this is definitely a Kojima game. <laughs> so just, we've had the same thing explained to us three times in a row. This is extremely Metal Gear. I'm no hero. I'm just an old killer hired to do some wet work. Okay. Alright, so... Uh, Alright. Richard, can you sum up the trailer for us? We finally know what the objective of the game is. What is it? You have to go around America reconnecting these, like, I guess nodes on a map mm-hmm. to bring everyone yeah. back together. And your goal is that you have to rescue the president from the homo demons. <laughs> he called. I didn't call them that. That was him. Okay. I mean, it's not. It's not worse than hot cold man. <laughs> it's not worse than decoy octopus. Like <laughs> then what? Decoy octopus. What the fuck is that? He's one of the characters from Metal Gear Solid. Jesus. Okay. Well. We did a very, maybe even a couple of lengthy analyses on Death Stranding, right? I wouldn't call them analyses. I think he just watched the trailer and like, I don't know what the fuck this is. But they, they went on for, like, a while. They were very, very long. Yeah, but that's, you're confusing, like, length with content. <laughs> oh my god, what a bully. <laughs> I was in them, I'm allowed to say that. <laughs> and, um, so some of the things they said were covered in those analyses, so we're not... So we're not going to, like, go over stuff again? The premise reminds me a lot of, of like, a Metal Gear Solid game, where it's just like, hey, I'm briefing you. Uh-huh. Your goal is, like, this important politician has been kidnapped by this terrorist group. Uh-huh. They're here, we're here. You have to get from A to B. Uh-huh. And, like, extract them. Right. And even the whole Sam being like, oh, you know, I'm not part of this outfit anymore. Like, that's, that's extremely, like, you can just hear David Hayter delivering that. <laughs> and, like, I'm sh- the, obviously the plot is going to be significantly more convoluted than that because it's Kojima. So there'll be some, like, you know, like, Die Hard Man will end up betraying you. Everyone, there'll be, like, the president will be a clone who's a triple agent or something. Oh, no, not Die Hard Man. Well, like, Die Hard Man will be revealed to have, like, a duplicate clone who's called Hard <laughs> Die Man. Who's voiced by the same guy, and you can tell because, like, his mask is a different... So it'll be something like that will happen. Okay. Yeah, that that will be, you know, stuff will... But, like, we get a rough idea of what's going on now. Because I used to think they, they kept bringing up, like, oh, you're a delivery man. And I thought, is it going to be like an like an open world thing? Where your goal is, like, you just deliver things from, like, A to B. I didn't understand what the overall, like, if there was even an overall objective. I thought it was going to be, like, like a series of, like, like fetch quests, basically. But, like, these cities were all disconnected from each other, so you had to, like, send them supplies. I thought it was going to be that. But now we understand, no, you, you specifically, your goal is to rescue the president. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. So, like, all that stuff about, like, what's going on? There's hand monsters and babies, and I don't understand it. Like, that's the, the actual, like, it looks like the, the sort of skeleton of the thing is, is actually a pretty basic, like, just rescue this person story. I think the problem is, like, you you haven't played, like, that many Kojima things. No. Because all of his stories, they start out, like, as a very recognizable, like, plot, mm-hmm. like something that you've mm-hmm. seen a thousand times in all these different movies. And then mm-hmm. he will start adding, like, as it goes on, like, layers upon layers of, like, I don't want to say complexity, just sort of, like, weird ideas that maybe don't necessarily make sense toward the end. Mm-hmm. Okay. Like, Metal Gear starts out as just, like, what if there was a Kurt Russell movie, but there was a robot in it? And then it ends with there's like the same guy has been cloned three times, and one of them is the president, and then at one point you play another guy who is not a clone of him but had reconstructive surgery and hypnotherapy to make you think you were him, and then someone else used nano machines to hypnotize themselves into thinking they were a ghost. Right. Yeah. So that happens. <laughs> Like, Snatcher is, like, a good example of that. Because Snatcher just starts out as, like, what if um, it was Blade Runner but also the Terminator? And there ends up being this, like, your you, your character has amnesia. Like, it's a world in which there are, like, robots impersonating humans and your character has amnesia and his amnesia coincides with the robots appearing. And you think, oh, I've got this. Like, he's one of the robots, he's just forgotten. But it's it's significantly weirder than that. And involves, like, all this, like, shit about people, like, suspending themselves in, like, stasis. And, yeah, it's just this, like, grab bag of sort of all the ideas he thinks are cool. So I, I like... I'm sure Death Stranding will be fine. It seems like I like the idea of you just connecting nodes on a map, basically. I think that's, you know, I, I'd play that. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. Well, as you know, know I... Yeah, and, and fighting the homo demons. <laughs> as you know, I have it pre-ordered. Yeah. So we're definitely going to cover it. So now, have you seen the other trailer of Death Stranding when they talk about the baby? Yeah, the one with uh, Del Toro in it. Yeah, so do you remember that? A little. Let's watch it, because I kind of, I don't remember it. To mention, it's only three minutes long. Three, two, two one, <laughs> one, go. Go. Bridge baby. Look how that's the, that's the main attraction of the trailer. It's bridge baby. <laughs> Featuring Dead Man. <laughs> do you think it has something to do with Reborn? Do you think it'll make about as much sense as Reborn when it's done? <laughs> Reborn makes perfect sense. So apparently that's not Guillermo del Toro's voice. He's just um, the mocap and the, the basis of the character. Actually, not even the mocap. He's just the basis of it. All I'm thinking about is how much cooler it would be if Professor Boreen explained it. 
Why is everything something not? I guess because it's meant to be wise and a not. What? Everything is something not city. And I'm guessing the idea is, like, because it's all about connecting things together, they're tied in knots. Mmm. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, look at the baby. Baby had one day until retirement. <laughs> oh, that's interesting. What's interesting. He's talking about, like, how as the, um, presumably, like, the, the disaster that happened that led to all the BTs and everything. He says, like, as we expand the chiral network, we'll recover lost data. So the idea is presumably that, like, as you connect all the nodes on that map, more stuff is going to be, like, uncovered. It's going to be like you're, you're uncovering what happened, the nature of the disaster that the DTs came from. That's interesting, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, Richie, can you explain these babies to us? The babies are... It specifies they're taken from brain-dead mothers. They're, like, removed from the womb, and then they're put in this, like, artificial womb thing. And they, they're, like, doped up to think they're still inside their mother's womb. Mm-hmm. And that's what allows Sam to sense the BTs. Mm. Okay. And uh, that's pretty fucked up. I, I guess, like, could, could you... Okay. Kojima has this habit of, like, he's very good at concepts. But there's certain, like... I don't know how to... He will, like, um... The sort of human element is sometimes lost in his work. Like, there's a bit in, um, in Snatcher where toward, like, there's the, the cool, um, robot subplot. They're the cool plot about the robots and everything. And, like, people being cryogenically frozen. And then at this, this is, like, this game is, like, 25 years old, so I can spoil it, whatever. Um, (laughs) It turns out that one of the characters who you've been working with the whole game Uh is your son. And because you were frozen, he grew to adulthood without knowing you. And, no, but then you find that out after he dies. And then you reunite with your wife. Okay. So, like, it's like, oh, yeah, um, our kid that we had that we thought we'd lost. Uh-huh. Uh, well, he survived for a bit, but then, like, we, he died and we, like, he lived his whole life without knowing us and now he's gone. Aww. And that should be, like, a real sort of gut punch, but it's not played as one. It's just played as, like, I guess that's what happened. <laughs> that explains the mystery. And then he basically says, like, let's fucking try for another one. Oh and, yeah, it's like, I don't know, he, he has a habit of, like, th- things that should be very, like, sort of raw and biting end up, not all the time, but, like, half the time it ends up being, like, just a plot device. And I I, I don't know how the, like, harvesting infants from the wombs of brain-dead women thing is going to play out. Is one of the things going to be like, well, not all the women were brain-dead? Well, my concern isn't specifically that. It's that that will happen, but it will entirely be the solution to a mystery. 
Like he he's he, mm, he's very concerned about some things and takes them very seriously, and then other things he doesn't. But they happen in the same story, basically. Like if you play the Metal Gear games, he is extremely like he never ever makes light of nuclear war. In them. Like they are very very like they, they will stop and they will sermonize and they will like beat into the player over and over again. Like nuclear war is extremely bad. It's like not cool. Um, any everything else that happens here, like. We have to stop nuclear war. It's the worst possible outcome. Like, this is not a, like, and there's all this stuff about how, like, people who were involved in, like, the nuclear um, bomb tests, like, they've gone sterile and, like, they've got cancer and stuff like that. And it's it's done totally seriously. But then he will also have, like, if you get PTSD, it can give you superpowers. But they're happening in the same story. So it's a little bit like Reborn. Well, I just, I don't, I don't know, like, the thing about the babies, I don't know what that's, how that's going to actually play out. Because it could be either way. Because you get Sam saying, like, I feel like shit when I use one of these bridge babies. And it's clearly meant to be, like, a bad thing, but I don't know how it's going to articulate. Okay, yeah. Okay, thank you, Richie. Richie? Yes, Sam. So what are we going to watch now? Final Fantasy VII Remake TGS 2019 PS4. <laughs> okay, three, two, two one. One. The bye. So do you recognize this from when I streamed Final Fantasy to you? Yeah, I recognize some parts. There's a lot of things here I don't recognize. Like, they've added a bunch of stuff. Oh, they did? Okay. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. There's way, way more Avalanche stuff in this. I knew that uh, Reno was in this because all of Twitter is really thirsty for him. Do you think she still dies here, the other chick? Or are they going to go, like, a different route? Well, her dying is, like, a really... Oh, it's that guy. I remember him. Is he the creepy guy? Cross-dressing, cross-dressing, cross-dressing. Woo! <laughs> oh, damn, that was going to be the reveal of Cloud in the dress. <laughs> okay. So, I guess we'll talk about it afterward. Yeah. Yeah. Like... Quite a lot of this is completely, like, different. Mm-hmm. Did he turn into a little guy? He turned into a frog. Frog, yeah. <gasps> oh my god, that's so cute. Oh, they used a... Uh, they summoned Ifrit, which you normally can't do at this point in the game. Oh, and Shiva. Yeah, they've def- they've changed up a lot. So is this going to be like, um, what's that game that they remade that I just played and they added a bunch of stuff? Oh my God. I'm having a complete mental block, Richie. Resident Evil. Oh. (laughs) Oh yeah. Resident Evil 2. Yeah. One. Oh, one. Yeah. 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 It looks, it looks similar to that in terms of how much it's been. It, It looks like there's much more. That has changed, though. Uh-huh. Like, there's whole characters in that I've never seen before. There's events that really? I haven't seen before. Oh, yeah. snap. 
it looks like there's a lot more stuff with Avalanche in it. Um, you remember, like, I, I streamed an abridged version of this for you. I may have been intoxicated for the most part, so... Yeah, yeah. So, that's... That adds an extra level. We have to figure out what you remember. <laughs> so, like, at the start of it, it's Cloud working with a group of terrorists called Avalanche. Mm-hmm. And that was, like, Barrett is the leader of Avalanche, and then there's Biggs, Wedge, and Jesse, who work with you, but you never play as them. They're just, like, in the background. And they die pretty early on. Okay. Um, They're all killed, uh, like, around, like, six, seven hours in, maybe. Um, You don't do much with them, but in that, like, what we saw, there was an awful lot of, like, they're on motorcycles, they're parachuting, like, there's... Presumably they've added a ton of extra avalanche stuff oh, to it. Oh, that's cool. Um, they teased the cloud in a dress, but we never saw it. So <laughs> they know what they're doing. Um, there was... The other weird thing was those strange, um, like, spirit things that were assaulting, like, they were like these weird phantoms that rose out of the ground and were stalking, like, Eris and everyone. Yeah. Um, they're not in the original at all. Oh, interesting. So they've done... It looks like it's playing out roughly the same, because that showed up to, like... Um, like, the sequence of events is that... You know, when there was the hologram of President Shinra? Mm-hmm. That's, like, the second mission you go on, but in, in the, um... In the original, like, it's not a hologram, it's just him. Like, he just shows up in... So, him showing up with a hologram makes a bit more sense. Um, the president of the company probably wouldn't show up in person to confront a group of terrorists. Unless he's really confident. Maybe he saw a certain podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> mm-hmm. So, that's... If that would happen, then... When, um, like, after that boss fight, the ground collapses. Okay. And then that's when Cloud, Tifa, and Barrett get separated. Mm-hmm. So, and, like, that leads to the whole, like, um, the, the section with Don Corneo and the cross-dressing. Right. Right. So you can see, like, it's, and, and then, um, Biggs, Wedge, and Jesse are killed, like, in the sequence after that. So you can kind of see, like, roughly what's going on, like, how much of the game is going to be in it. Yeah. So it looks like, uh, from what I heard, like, and this, I think this this might have been bullshit, but whatever, that it was going to be up to when you leave Midgar. It was going to be, like, the first half of it, and then the second half would be the post-Midgar stuff. Whereas in the game, as we have now, like, the first quarter of it is Midgar. And then the rest of it is is outside Midgar. And like I was saying, I could see, like, there were summons and spells and things that you don't get in Midgar in the game that we have in the original. So it looks like they're massively adding, like, a ton of stuff to Midgar. So the idea of, like, hey, maybe half the game is Midgar instead of, like, a quarter to a fifth of it is Midgar. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Excellent. So, 
how did you feel about this trailer? Does it make you want to buy the game? Um, uh, I, I, I'm interested in it regardless because it's like it's a game I grew up with, and I, I want to see what they did with it. But um, I don't know. Like, if it looks like it's aiming for a, maybe even something more streamlined. Because I, I like the way that you're controlling, like, one character at a time, and it's, like, action, combat, and everything. Whereas, to me, the appeal of, of Seven was to all the, like, weird, like, systems that there were in it. The way that, like, there was an optional dungeon where you could go, and if you had one of Yuffie's weapons, you could use that to turn the enemies into unique items that raise your stats. Or, like, the weird materia combinations you could do. Where you could, like, set up Vincent so, like, his gun fired and it hit everything and it made everyone, like, blind and poisoned at the same time. Like, that's what interested me about it. And if it's been streamlined into this more, like, action thing, I don't know if I'm that. Like, if it, it looks kind of like Kingdom Hearts. Another thing is that, um, do you see, did you see the bit where Cloud was, like, in a gym and it was a QTE? Where he was? What? He was in, like, a gym and there was a QTE where yeah, you, they were yeah, yeah. pressing buttons. That happens uh, in the original, but it happens before you get Tifa back. And here it showed him do- it showed Tifa doing it as well. So I don't know if, like, they changed the order of events where, like, Tifa is with you the whole time or if you can go back there later on. And there's like an optional challenge thing you can do. What if Tifa. what if Tifa's the main character now? In my head, she is the main character. Aww. I want the like the like Rosencrantz and Guildenstern, a dead version of Seven, but from Tifa's point of view, because she she knows an awful lot that she doesn't reveal. She knows until later on. Yeah. And when you know that, it recontextualizes everything she says and does. So I feel like... I don't know if they do it, but I would be interested if they did, like, Final Fantasy VII Episode Tifa as a DLC, where you just played through from Tifa's POV. Mm-hmm. Kind of like like Root B in Nia, mm-hmm. where you, you went through the same events, but you got Tifa's POV instead of Cloud. Yeah, yeah. How did you feel about it? It looked really cool. It looked cute. It looked like a fun action game. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it looked more positive than Death Stranding. Do you mean like it looked like a more positive experience or you were more positive about it? Just comparing the two trailers that we watched. Yeah. I feel like I'm more inclined to pick... Final Fantasy if I only had to pick one game to play out of the two, you know? Right. I also found in the Death Stranding trailer everybody was, like, stiff and sad and depressed. Well, the world ended. The baby seemed happy. Well, it's because they got it on drugs. It doesn't know what's oh happening. <laughs> oh my god, that's horrible. Oh, Poor baby. I mean, I never played... Well... I played, like, five minutes of the very first Metal Gear and, like, five minutes of the Phantom Pain one. Yeah. So I don't really have, like, an attachment for, you know, Kojima and stuff. And I played 
zero minutes of Final Fantasy and I watched you stream it. Yeah. So I don't have the nostalgia factor for Final Fantasy either. Right. So why did we record this? My muse told me to. Well, I'd like to have a word with them. (laughs) Well, it's like we have nothing to say about either. You have no pre-existing attachment to Final Fantasy VII or the works of Hideo Kojima. Uh Uh-huh. My stance on pretty much everything is I don't care until it comes out. (laughs) Like, this is my issue with trailer analysis in general, is, like, it'll be out. Like, Death Stranding's coming out in November, it's already September. Yeah. Just, like, wait, like, eight weeks, it'll be out. And if I ask you to edit this podcast, it will come out like four weeks after Death Stranding is released, so. Yeah, because I won't. I'll just be like, who fucking cares? (laughs) Like, we've got nothing to say. There's like people who just do Death Stranding all day. They've already watched this and taken it apart frame by frame. They've already (laughs) figured it all out. And like, Final Fantasy VII's the same. Like, in my recommended right now is a guy called um, 48 Productions. Mm-hmm. who's already got his remake thoughts out. And, like, I'm subscribed to him. I like him. He does pretty much just Final Fantasy VII content, mm-hmm. which should inspire us, because that <laughs> game's even older than Bloodborne. Mm-hmm. Um, and he just shows off, like, weird builds and things. Mm-hmm. And that's that's what I like about the Final Fantasy games, is I like the weird kind of combinations and things you can put together. Mm-hmm. That's why I like 7 and I like 8 even more. Because 8 is like, how badly can you break this? It's like a challenge. 8 is a game that's basically like, can you can you hack this game while you're playing it? Mm-hmm. Richie? Yes? Why is Final Fantasy 7... No. Why is Final Fantasy 9 afraid of Final Fantasy 7? I don't know. Why is Final Fantasy IX afraid of Final Fantasy VII? No. Okay, I said it wrong. Why yeah, is- you mean you, it's eight. Eight is yeah, afraid eight, of Eight seven. is afraid? Does, okay, yeah. 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 yeah, okay. Richie, why is Final Fantasy VIII afraid of Final Fantasy VII? Why is- I don't know. Why is Final Fantasy VIII afraid of Final <laughs> Fantasy VII? Because <laughs> seven, eight, nine. <laughs> I'm sure, like, some of the- Nine fans feel that way. Oh, damn. But Seven's the one that ended up with all of the attention. No one likes Aww. Nine. Well, I don't know people like Nine, but yeah. Seven, seven is like the the one that was the biggest success and the one everyone remembers. Like, Mal is a huge fan of Nine. I think it depends on like what age you were when you played them. I I would like Nine, but the battle system is extremely slow. Is the nine about the dream boyfriend? No, it's ten. What's the nine about? Uh, Nine is about a boy with a monkey tail. Is the guy in the red outfit a nine? Who? Guy in the red outfit. I don't know who you mean. I don't know either. I just see him here and there. Oh, Arden. Maybe. Is he in there? I don't see him on the cover, but they're all chibis. Yeah, yeah, that was deliberate. That is adorable. Because what what happened was, like, 7 came out, and then 
It was a huge success. And then they did eight, and eight is like a really massive departure. It's like they tried to make everything look kind of European. Mm-hmm. Like they went around like Europe, sort of model everything. Like, and it looks modern. Mm-hmm. Like they tried to give it this modern look, and it's set in a high school, and like the characters are all high schools, basically high school students. Um, and it's like, it's like a very, very young cast. And it's kind of about like the drama between them. And there's like a love story and everything. And then, um, that like, it didn't go like, it obviously it sold extremely well, but people were sort of like, about some parts of it. Mm-hmm. Like they were seen as like, maybe it was too much of a departure. So nine is very deliberately like trying to be like, like if you did a, a PlayStation one, version of what it was like on the NES or SNES. So it's all back to being like kind of like cutesy, vaguely steampunk fantasy with cute. Everyone's got giant heads. Yeah. Very sort of whimsical. I think it was my boyfriend then sent me a character from Final Fantasy VIII and said it's me. Do you know which character he sent me? No. I just recognized them. I forgot about it. And now when I saw them, I remembered. What is that? Okay, that's... That's from 8. That's from 9. When you said 8, I was like, does she mean 9? Oh! Because <laughs> there's that... That's immediately who I thought of. <laughs> it's a character called Queena. Uh-huh. And their whole goal is to just eat everything. Oh my god! That's why they have a chef's hat and a giant mouth. Ah. The special thing in battle is if you get an enemy down to a low enough um, hit point thing, mm-hmm. you can just try eating them. Oh my god, okay, now I understand. And when when Queena eats the enemy, mm-hmm. um, they gain like a, like an ability from that enemy. Oh nice, it's Kirby. Yeah, they're basically Kirby. Oh, cute! Well, that explains a lot. I guess my boyfriend explained it all to me and then I forgot. And then, like, I had a flashback when I saw the cover of Nine. Yeah, I, I'm noticing um, people explaining things to you and then you forgetting them. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's been a consistent theme throughout this. <laughs> What's Final Fantasy Eleven? It's an MMR. <laughs> no, I mean... Oh! <laughs> it's an MMR! <laughs> you okay right it isn't it yeah it is it's just it's late and i get confused i thought by mmo you meant rpg and it was like i know it's an rpg and then you said mmo it's an mmo fuck you oh it's mmo <laughs> what's final fantasy 12 another that mmo is a, no it's a ps2 uh, game what no it's an mmo it looks like an mmo but it's not it's okay. single player is it good? Um, I know Redgrave really likes it. I've Aww. never played it. It looks good. It's the guy who did Tactics Ogre, so it's who probably what? quite good. Tactics Ogre. I'm looking at the cover and it doesn't ring a bell, so I haven't even seen it in memes or whatever. Hmm. Final Fantasy Thirteen. Okay, I recognize the pink-haired girl, but I don't know anything about yeah, her. Yeah, she, she, uh, she was uh, an investment that didn't pay off. Oh, She's kind of looks like Cloud. Yeah, exactly. Oh. 
<laughs> do, do you want to? Do you want the full story of, of okay. the lightning incident? Okay. So the pink-haired ladies. Her name is Lightning. Okay. And they specifically made her to be like the ultimate waifu. Okay. <laughs> for the fan base, so she is just a female version of Cloud. Uh-huh. They were just like everyone likes Cloud. Everyone likes waifus. <laughs> Let's combine the two into Girl Cloud and make Lightning. That's why she's called Lightning, because it's like Cloud Lightning. (gasps) Oh, that's smart. Okay. And they were so convinced it would be huge that they made a... They planned Final Fantasy XIII as a trilogy. (laughs) Like, from the beginning, kind of like Lord of the Rings. They, like, made enough, and they budgeted for three, and they made three. And then it didn't do very well, the first one. And they were like, oh, shit. We've got so much sunk into this, we have no choice but to release it. So for the second one, they were like, okay, fans, we know you didn't, uh, we know, like, uh, you maybe didn't like 13 that much, but we made her boobs bigger and we added, <laughs> we added some new dresses. Okay. So if you want to see, if you want to get a good look at her, here's how you put the can. They were like, really just like, please just buy this. <laughs> To look at big titty cloud waifu. <laughs> mm. And that's why this like um like it ends on like a cliffhanger or something and then like it's just it's just not going well for anyone. Mm. Was the game good or like Uh I know it it's not terribly well thought of. Oh. I haven't ever played it. Okay. My standards are too high, says the man who platinumed on a Chambara. <laughs> and there's also something called Lightning Returns. Yeah, that's that's like an FF13 game. And I don't want to spoil it, but someone returned. Is it Lightning? Well, you'll have to play to find out. <laughs> but yes. Oh, Loracle in action. It was meant to be, like, they'll love Lightning so much that, like, she'll disappear in a cliffhanger and then we'll bring her back and the fan base will cheer because their waifu's back. <laughs> it didn't work. Oh, my God. So I googled Final Fantasy thirteen, right? Right. And I googled Final Fantasy thirteen Returns. Right. And then one of the results is the return of Boobborn. <laughs> what is this? I don't understand. <laughs> oh god, I gotta click this. What are they playing? Never release this. <laughs> Take this audio and burn it. <laughs> well, wait, now I'm curious. What is this game? Is there a real game called Boopborn? Probably. Okay, let me Google it. Oh, no, I'm afraid to Google that. I don't know. It'll be like fan out of Guinevere and Bloodborne. Richie, can you Google it? Because I'm scared. (sighs) Is Boobborn a real game? If it is, do we have to play it? (laughs) We might. (laughs) Um, hang on. Oh, it's uh, it's a fan name for one of the Momodoro games. I get it now. It's a fan-made what? No, there's a series of games called Momodoro. Okay. One of them is, like, 
it's got a like bloodborne esque setting. It's like okay. a sort of like decaying Victorian town, and okay. um, one of the bosses is like a giant titty monster. <laughs> okay, with like like lovingly animated uh, heaving bosom that takes up a substantial amount of the screen <laughs> as you're fighting. Okay. They're probably referring to that, from what I can tell. It's like a fan nickname for that Momodora game. I, I guess that's it? I'm sorry you have to listen to this. <laughs> Hang on, I'll check the length of the file. Okay, one hour and three minutes. The closer this is to one hour and three minutes, the less she's cut out. Oh no! I'm being called out. Cut everything. Okay, okay. Good night, everyone. <laughs>